Hi, and welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. Today, we're excited to feature... Tosh Kokai. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, my name is Tosh Kokai. As I said, I just graduated from George Mason University this past uh, spring in 2022. I'm now on NBC Page, so I live in New York City. I work at 30 Rock. And yeah, I'm a filmmaker, director, and writer. Wow, that's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. So what got you interested in filmmaking? I've always really been attracted to storytelling. When I was younger in middle school, I would like to write, you know, novels and comic book stories. And then I got into um, marketing and marketing production or shooting commercials. I got really invested into cinematography. And then I just fell on that pipeline of cinematography to directing to uh, narrative filmmaking. And I've been in love with it ever since. I love that. So it seems like you've done you've done a lot. Of, you've played all the roles. I mean, you've done a it's lot of a little bit. Yeah, that's awesome. So you said right now you're currently working at, I'm sorry, what did you say? 30? 30 Rock. 30. Uh, I work at NBC Universal. NBC Universal. Okay, wow. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so could you tell us a little bit about the film you submitted to Swift? Yeah, my film is titled White Mirror. It is a Twilight Zone style Afro-surrealist short film. It follows Jamal, a young black game designer who's going in for an interview for his dream job and he gets mystically sucked into a mirror and transforms here oh as a white man and over the course of one day or in our film 10 minutes he comes face to face with covert racism in corporate america wow so were you uh like were you a fan of the twilight zone or like what inspired this idea yeah um i'm a huge fan of things that are sort of grounded sci-fi where yeah. it uh, science fiction elements, but it's really focused in our world with just one or two twists. So I love Black Mirror. Obviously, my film White Mirror is based off that title. Um, okay. but it was really inspired by Edgar Wright's film Last Night in Soho that came out a few years ago. I use okay. a lot of the same mirror techniques. And yeah, Twilight Zone, um, a lot of Jordan Peele's work like Get Out and Us, and just anything that sort of addresses uh, socio-political issues, but with a yes. sci-fi lens. That is so neat. That's so cool. So um, I know you kind of were, I mean, you kind of stated it um, whenever you were talking about, you know, kind of going against the corporate racism in America, as you said. Um, but what would you say, I guess if you could say it in one sentence, what would be your message to the to the audience? Yeah, my message with this film is that um, so the story is about a man who uh, tries suicide if he wants to remain as this white mirror of himself where he looks like a white man or if he wants to return to his black melanate self um he has okay. to those i guess two halves so the message okay. is that you know it's just important to be your authentic self because even though we undergo a lot of adversities the adversities yeah. that we've undergone have made us into who we are so if you didn't undergo those things you won't be the person you are so it's just focusing on being your authentic self that that's awesome Thank you so i guess my next question then is where can we find your film yeah so my film is still currently going through the festival circuit obviously okay. swift um we uh we've been in a couple other film festivals recently and we're sort of on the latter half of our festival so hopefully okay. by the end of the year maybe november december it will be somewhere public where that's vimeo or youtube or even my website um or maybe even amazon prime we'll see Okay, yeah, that's awesome. Could we um could we get 
some of your social media handles? Would you mind listing them so our listeners can find you, follow you, and find updates on your film and where when it will become available? Yeah, absolutely. So my personal social media handles are are all Taj Kokai. That's T A J K O K A Y I. And the uh, movie has its own Instagram page, which is White Mirror Movie. And you can find updates on behind the scenes for how we did some of the mirror tricks, social okay. media posts about our uh, awards and festival submissions, and interviews with some of the cast and crew. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And you're talking a lot about mirror and, you know, techniques. I mean, obviously, I haven't seen the film yet, but because of it's what has to do with the mirror, um, I just wondered, uh, I don't even know if he, uh, how, like, uh, how well known he is. I just wondered if you follow on Instagram, uh, there's a, um, his name is, I think he's, his, I think his username is Jordy Coalitic. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah, And I see him do a lot of mirror tricks and I don't know if that's anything like what you're doing or if it's totally different, but I just know that was kind of the first person I started following that does that. And I found it so fascinating. So I just wondered if that was somebody you knew of or followed because I've seen like with the, um, I think my favorite was the, uh, making like a like a pond but it's a mm-hmm. mirror but pouring water onto it and I was like oh, yeah so cool. yeah yeah we so, have yeah. A few shots that are um, somewhat similar to that so we did most of our mirror effects practically where we had um, we have a black actor and a white actor playing those two have the same character and for most of the mirror shots we have them standing in the uh-huh. same but sort of one's out frame one's in frame and we have them doing the same hand movements so you can see one in the real world and one in the mirror and oh. uh, we have a few shots where it's um it's both of those actors actually doing the work. So uh, we love to do a lot of those mirror uh, shots. That is so neat. That is so fascinating. I love how you're using that um, like symbolism, you know, to get across your message. I love that so much. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I guess my next question then is, you know, you talked about you've been, sounds like you've been doing this a while. Um, are there any other films that you've made in your past that you would like to talk about? Um, today yeah definitely um in 2020 while i was still a student i made a film called woken from a dream and it was an afrofuturistic story um sort of off the tail of the uh, high of the black lives matter movement it was about um it's a lot of black anxieties with police brutality and a lot of uh black angers that a lot of us faced during that year and i faced personally so yeah. it's about a uh, character who finds a virtual reality headset that actually transforms, uh, transports him into a virtual reality world where everything is seemingly perfect and he doesn't have to worry about any of those racial uh, aggressions, but it's not what it seems, I'll say. Oh my gosh. So you seem like you're really interested in sci-fi, futuristic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everything you're talking about, I have an uncle who... Uh, who who was a filmmaker he has uh, he's well he still does his own films but he um he loves sci-fi and he plays a lot with the he, doing the vr and so it's just funny you talking about this this is so what exactly what he's doing so i yeah. love that and i love how you're using that medium to you know get across you don't hear a whole lot of that and you seem like really like solid and like you know your messages you know it right off you know what it is um which is really important because i um i know me when i talk talk about films a lot of times i'm like you know, kind of blabbering, like, well, it's kind of like this. You seem like you know exactly what it is. So I, I like that. That's really, really good. It means you know what you're doing. So thank you. Yeah, you know sci-fi is um, sci-fi is definitely my niche. I love stories that sort of address real life issues, but yeah. sort of exaggerate them just to show audiences who don't necessarily relate to the issues. Like a lot of my stories focus on issues pertaining to Black communities, but yes. I like films that sort of show those issues, but in a more overt lens so that audiences can understand the issues that we face 
And I usually do that through some sort of sci-fi twist, whether it's VR or magical mirrors or whatever it may be. Yes. Well, fantasy, everybody can relate to. And it's a great way to show, um, show, you know, especially like when you use, I know like um, somebody I was just trying to was using like symbolism. I know that's a little bit different what he was doing, but using that to get across his point. And it's so important that that can reach a lot of people that otherwise wouldn't be reached. So I love that how you're doing that. Um, yeah, so I'd like to go on and talk about if there are any ideas. Um, I don't think I just asked you this. I've been talking to several people this morning. So just tell me if I've asked you the same question twice. Um, but uh, some ideas for your future films, ideas that you'd like to create, any stories, um, any ideas you have that you'd be willing to share with us? Yeah, definitely. I'm currently writing my next short film. It's going to be called The Ghost Rider. And it's wow. about, um, it's another uh, Afrofuturistic sci-fi movie that centers around a writer who starts to use AI um, and yeah. so how AI is really dangerous, particularly to artists um, and ours. Yeah. So it's sort of, uh, I think it's timely and relevant because AI has become really popular and used yeah. a lot of artists right now, but the danger is that it's going to replace all of artists and put them out of jobs and all sorts of things. So I'm in the early stages, but I'm writing that story. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. That is so cool. But yeah, so now I'd like to kind of talk about, I guess, any resources that you would recommend to other aspiring filmmakers out there and also a piece of advice that you would give to them. Yeah, um, a resource that I like to use that I don't know if it's as popular as other uh -huh. things is called the CADRAGE app. That's C-A-D-R-A-G-E. It's an app you can get on your phone and basically it takes your phone camera and sort of mimics any cinematic camera, whether that's, uh, you know, uh, Red Mini or uh, Sony um, FS6 or whatever it is, you can mimic that camera. You can change the lenses, the focal length and all sorts of things. And you can oh take sort of videos and images. So when you're blocking uh, your film or trying to get a shot, share your cinematographer, you can take a picture on your phone, show them how it's actually gonna look in the camera and then they can set it up more easily. So it saves you a lot of time and just gives you an idea of what you're actually looking at um, before you actually set the shot. So I use that on most of my films and it saves really hours. So that's my recommendation for an app you can get. I think it costs $20, um, but you know, use it for, I've used it for like three or four years and it's been great the whole time. So definitely recommend that. And, and what is it called again? CADRAGE. Yeah, C-A-D-R-A-G-E, CADRAGE. Right. That's good to know. Okay, awesome, yeah. Yeah, and then um, I guess a recommendation for, I'll give one to editors first. Uh, a recommendation I make is to color code your editing timelines. Um, it really takes you a lot of time. It shows you uh, which characters are where and how you have your scenes blocked out. Um, okay. so, you know, when I'm in Premiere, I always like to use mango and rose and lavender and all those colors. Yeah. And it yeah. helps me block out how long my scenes are. So if you color code by scenes, you know that maybe one scene is four minutes and the next one is one minute. So you need to bounce out a little bit more. So it really helps me uh, save time and just know where my clips are. But for um, for storytellers and writers, a recommendation I would give is have a lot of intentionality behind your character names and what they uh, symbolize, and what they represent, because a name is really the, it's usually the first thing we learn about character and it's often the last thing because we see their name in the credits. So it has a lot of um, significance to your story. So really uh, give focus to the names you give your characters. I know, as I mentioned before, I'm a big Chris Nolan fan and a lot of his names have a lot of meaning. Um, I know in my favorite movie, Inception, the names of his main characters, they spelled the word uh, dreams if you use their initials and then oh, wow. other uh, names he uses. So yeah, 
uh, take time to pick out a good name for your character. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I think that is so important. I, the guy I was just talking to, he actually named his character uh, Esperanza because in Spanish it translates hope, and he was yeah. trying to call hope. So I think that's so yeah. neat. Yeah, uh, research those name meanings, go on those baby name websites, and just find something that's relevant to your character, and it will allow you to have some more connection to your character when you're writing. I love that. That's awesome. Awesome piece of advice. Um, and I love the fact that you brought in the color. Um, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but the color coding your because I remember actually I would have never thought to do that. But when I was working for a, a company, they had us do that and I didn't understand why they were doing that. And then it did when you go back, it's it does save a lot of time. You don't have to go yeah. find like and putting it in the title like, hey, this is where this happens, a little description. So that's neat to hear you say that as well. Yeah, um, yeah that's awesome. Uh, so we have to, about one minute left. So. I'd like to talk about, or if you could, you know, tell us a little bit about maybe anything exciting that has happened um, in your career as a filmmaker uh, that you'd like to share with us. Yeah, um, exciting things in my career. I mean, I've gone to work a lot in late night. Past couple of years, I got to intern at The Daily Show with Trevor Noah um, during my uh, last semester of college when I was a senior. I got to intern with him right before he left. So that was cool. Obviously I work at 30 Rock right now. That's awesome. Yeah, you've worked with a lot of a lot of big names. So that's awesome. Um, awesome experience and for networking. Um, we have a few, uh, we actually have about 30 seconds left. So I'd like to end it, end our session with this last question. And that is, why do you think movies are important? I think that life imitates art and art imitates life. So it's sort of a cyclical system. So the art we present sort of influences how society progresses. So what we see on our screen shows us how we should treat people in reality or what they're facing and the issues yeah. they're uh, undergoing. So I think stories just show us how the world really is and how the world could be if it goes right or if it goes wrong, so. Yes, yes. Oh, I love that. That's an excellent, excellent answer and a great way to end this session. So thank you, Taj, for being on the Film Sessions podcast. It it's was great fun. to meet you and have a great rest of your day. You as well.